0: (laughs) yo what the fuck Fuck. is good boys today we got the draft guide came out ron stewart draftguide.com it's got my tiered rankings i've been hyping it up for the past couple weeks it's out it's available go and fucking get it it's only 10 bucks if you want to dominate your drafts and you want to dominate your home leagues and you want to stick it to fucking your your boy jerry who fucking sucks at everything dude Get this draft guide i know my the 21 subscribers got my back get this draft guide i'm telling you i guarantee you make the playoffs if you follow my draft guide every draft guide that has the the list it's got what well, it's got one two three all the way to 200 and you just sit there and cross it off those draft guides are respect fine those are cool but i'm telling you the the new wave of draft guides when you get a whole list like that you don't get a feel for, for positional scarcity so You yeah you're getting you're getting the highest player available but you're not thinking about who's left running backs there's only there's only maybe 30 good running backs available whereas wide receivers you can go deep as 50 so you're not taking into account the positional uh, scarcity so with mine I have tiers going across the board from running back wide receiver tight end quarterback and it's not it's not Lamar Jackson it's not Lamar you know Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes are in tier one but they're not going to be next to Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey they're going to be down maybe tier five of the running backs. This draft guide is special. You, you, you buy it off my website, you get onto uh, Google Sheets or Excel, download it, and then you can just cross off each, each player in each tier and you can see who's the best available across the board. Now, it's, it's going to be updating from now until the end of the off season, so all you have to do is just go back to the website and re-download it and you'll get the updated version. I'll be updating it probably once or twice every week. Um, I'm making changes all the time. As I said, Ron Stewart, draftguide.com today we're getting into a mock draft without further ado let's get into it man all right what's going on boys today we're hopping into a little mock draft you know got the camera uh running right now we're at pick number three uh Hoyt wheels on the clock this is a it's gonna be my first mock draft because today we got today's the big uh, the big draft guide, man it came out it's got tears and everything i'm gonna be looking at my draft guide during this mock draft and I'm just excited. Or it's not a mock, it's um it's a drafter's best ball, like I think five dollar, one dollar draft. So a little bit of a little bit at stake, not people just like randomly drafting. So let's get into it, man. You know, right here right here at this seven, this this nine spot, I'm eyeing down what Adams and Michael Thomas off the board. I'm probably eyeing down someone like Miles Sanders here. I'm probably taking. No, nah, this is probably Derrick Henry spot for me. Just lock in Derrick Henry. Whatever he's a beast. N- nothing too, nothing too crazy. But when you look at this, um, this format, I guess what is it? One quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, a flex. I think 20. I think 20 roster spots. But I don't know, man. This uh, this drafters this drafters uh, website. I uh Nick Ercolano put me onto it. It's been it's been fun to hop in some of these drafts. I think I got maybe like twenty five, fifty dollars deep in some best ball drafts. And you know, it's only it's only July, so we'll see where it goes. But I mean Kenyon Drake Kenyon Drake in the first round, I don't mind it. Um I don't know. Here after taking Derrick Henry, I'm eyeing down maybe I'm eyeing down. I'm honestly eyeing down probably Tyree Kill, Julio Jones, or Travis Kelsey here. I I I don't mind the strategy, especially in a 0.5 PPR of going like super stud running back and then maybe just loading up on wide receivers and just forgetting about RB2 later. I don't mind going with like an RB2 of guys with like super high upside like uh, Geis, Dobbins, like that kind of, like DeAndre Swift, that kind of tier. But this guy's taking a little bit, Ravens 99. But um, yeah man, yesterday it was fun, we had the UFC 251 fights. Uh, my, my picks, they weren't crazy good. Um, my picks weren't crazy good, but we got, we, we went up, I think, 1.7 units. So that's not, that's not bad, but I was hoping for a little bit more. Uh, the Masvidal fight was kind of, was a huge letdown. Wow. This guy really went Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. So it's kind of a weird way to start the draft, but I don't mind it. We got money on the line if this guy wants to be weird and, Go Mahomes Jackson at the end of this, whatever. I mean, I don't know. It's best ball, man. Sometimes you got to diversify. <laughs> like uh, in best ball, I won't go exactly by my my tiers. I'll usually uh, or by my rankings. I'll just go by tiers and I'll just like mess around with with whatever because you want to have exposure. You don't want to just go into these best ball drafts and drafts the same team every single time. Because then, or who was that? Who did I say I wanted here? Kelsey go. Um, I'm thinking probably Julio. Why not? Now what? We got Julio and Derrick Henry. That's not, that's not too bad. I don't mind that start. Either way, the middle round's where you really, where you really win these things. Like, as long as Julio, as long as Julio and Derrick Henry don't bust, or are looking nice. But, uh, yeah, like I was saying, man, those USC 251, the fights were super fun. That guy, uh, Jiri Prochaska, whoever, he, uh, he was a featured fight for the prelims. Knocked the fuck out of uh, Ozdemir. I wasn't expecting that. Or, I mean, I had a bet on a KO, but it was kind of just like a Hail Mary uh, bet. But, man, coming into the UFC uh, on your first fight and just lighting the fuck up out of Ozdemir? That's crazy. Ozdemir is not crazy, but, I mean, he got a split decision versus Dominic Grays, so... He's he's respectable for sure, man. But as we're looking here, well, We got 15, 15 picks until, until that next one. Um... What am I looking at here? There we go. Kelsey won't make it back to me. Yeah, no way Kelsey makes it back to me. But here I'm looking at, I think Clyde Edwards-Alaire would be super fun at the uh, beginning of the third. I don't really see that happening though. What else, Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Jones. Yeah, it's probably gonna end up being some sort of a high a tier wide receiver, like, a, like an Amari Cooper, Kenny Galladay type. But I've been messing around with these these uh, rankings, man. I just finished up that. Um, hold on I'm gonna adjust my chair real quick. What the fuck? Um, I feel like I was a little bit low in the screen, but this this draft guide I've been working on it. We just got the website up and running, ronstewarddraftguide.com You know, we got the tiers: quarterback, running back, wide receivers, tight ends. And you can cross it up as you go. Now, in a best ball draft, you don't really want to go s- super strictly by the rankings. So I'm not gonna sit here and waste y'all's time and and cross out all these wide receivers and running backs. But we're just gonna let this draft come to us and we'll take we'll take the best player available as, as far as we go, uh, according to these tiers. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. These guys are going a little bit slow here, but sort of what you get with a best ball draft. Uh, but yeah, man, that, that USC 251 card, it wasn't as crazy as I wanted it to be. Um, like, Usman, Usman just sort of hugging the fuck out of Masvidal like, not what I'm trying to see. It's a boring fight. Like I, I'm, I honestly think that stomping on somebody's toes probably shouldn't even be allowed in the UFC. That's kind of some pussy shit. Like that's some shit. Like if you're wrestling with the boys, like there's some unspoken rules. Like there's no, there's no ball taps. There's no, there's no punches to the face. And there's in the UFC there shouldn't be stomps to the toes. Like that's just that's just stupid. No reason for it. But I really thought Masvidal was gonna pull it off. I think three units was kind of a, a hefty bet to put on him, but uh, regardless, man, we had a we had a positive card, and uh, I love all the love and support I got on that video. That's the most viewed video so far, UFC two fifty one. But I'm looking to do I'm looking to do more uh, sports, man. I, I'm a fantasy football guy, but I'm also uh, I'm a I'm a fantasy and sports better. Anything to do with money and sports, I'm with it. So it's not just football. It's gonna be it's gonna be best to do when the NBA comes back. Look out! I'm gonna have some crazy picks for the NBA crazy picture of the nba and then we got um then what else we got i mean baseball probably not though can't be bothered with baseball i'm sorry any of you guys out there that fuck with baseball i'm sorry man it's a tough that's a tough sport to watch for me personally i mean for the little the little section before um the the nba comes back i'll I'll watch a couple baseball games here and there but i don't really know enough to bet on it that's probably the one sport that i won't bet on i'll bet on uh College and football of, of or college and professional football and uh, basketball, and then UFC, some boxing, and then like hockey maybe, and then definitely not baseball. Uh, a little bit of soccer too. Uh, I play FIFA here and there, so you know I I know the players. I'm nice with the sticks. I got the skill moves, whatever you know. Um, but where are we at right now? We got D J Moore Godwin. I don't know why it keeps on going backwards like that. What do we got? D J Moore Godwin, Edwards Alaire. Edward Zalera at that twenty-four spot. I love that value. I, I think people people are a bit hesitant on Clyde edwards Zalera. When you look at Edward Zalera, man, I think that you could really make the case that, like, just just throw Clyde edwards Zalera aside. Where would you rank Kareem Hunt in this? Uh, in this like, the current fantasy landscape. When you look at it and you go scroll back, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Kareem Hunt. I mean, after Ezekiel Elliott. Like a Kareem, like prime Kareem Hunt on the Chiefs. I'm taking him right in that range with, uh, I don't know why it, like, shut me out like that, but I'm taking that right in that range of Derek, Derek Henry, Joe Mixon. So I think you could even argue you're getting Clyde Orbs on a discount as long as he slides into that Kareem Hunt role. Which, like I said in the, that one video with the, uh, tier three running backs, there's there's no reason, there's no reason to draft a running back in the first round like that if you don't plan on using him. Like, I, I know Damian Williams, he's good, he balled out. But he's a fifth he's like I think he's undrafted and he was he was a Miami Dolphin before he was a chief. Like I I'm not really buying into him being a long term long term guy. I mean Fournette here at 28 is really early for Fournette. But Fournette's a guy I've been back and forth on. He started on my rankings probably around like RB twenty four. And now he's now he's starting to I think right now, if I look at it, I have him right behind Austin Eckler right now. So I mean I don't really mind him in that range, but what is that middle of the third round? a tough spot to take him there who are we looking at here um mike evans is on the board right now i'm looking at mike evans man deandre swift i'm not sure why he's so high this is just like the default rankings on drafters so who knows what's going on here but um what do we got we got mike evans still up here so mike evans is my pick if nobody takes him is Kittle so here no way oh you hate to see that, man. <laughs> somebody somebody just sniped uh, Evans for me. Who do I got up next year? Man. I'm looking at Juju. Calvin Ridley up here? Wow, Calvin Ridley is low on this list. I'm looking at Juju. I'm looking at Jonathan Taylor. Is he going around here? 36 is ADP. Um, man, none of these picks feel good at all, i be honest with you guys. I think. I think it's best ball like what the fuck why not i'm like in like an obj here yeah why not man go obj obj he's not the next guy up in my rankings it would have been juju but like i said you diversify i've already got plenty of juju and is one of those super high upside guys where in best ball i don't mind taking a, a swing on Odo beckham because in a best ball you're or i mean in any league you're playing to win the championship but in best ball, even more so. There's no, there's no, uh, you can't play it safe in a best ball league. You just got to go for the upside, lock in that production. Now at this spot, what are we looking at here? I got two wide outs, a running back. Um, well, wide receivers we still got on the board. I mean... You look at everybody. Like I'd imagine these drafters, guys, probably going off of whatever the ADP is on this website. And that's that's the thing. You gotta you gotta know what you're drafting on. You don't wanna if if you are drafting on ESPN, but you've been looking at ADP from like Yahoo. You gotta you gotta use your your site to your advantage because most of these guys that don't really know what they're doing, they're gonna be just using. They're just gonna be looking at the ADP on the website and be like, oh, like he looks good out of these guys, but look at this list. What they got? They got Damian Williams ahead of Chris Carson, like. What are, what are we doing here, boys? This is the drafters like this is kinda fucked up, my boys, but it it be what it is, man. Um I'm liking Jonathan Taylor. Oh jeez, man. I have the double snipe. Uh I mean Jonathan Taylor like like when you think about it, like pick thirty six, like that's tough. And Jonathan Taylor's been somebody I've been going back and forth on. Right now he's the highest he's been in, in these rankings so far. I got him in that next tier after that Clyde edwards alaire Austin Eckler tier. He's he's in there with guys like Fournette, Gordon, Chris Carson, James Conner, Todd Gurley. So I mean, I got him in that echelon. It's just tough to project his workload early on when you have Marlon Mack and you have Naeem Hines, but that that offensive line with Jonathan Taylor, I mean, if you if you've seen what Jonathan Taylor did and did in college and what he did at the combine, it's it's mad tough to pa- to pass up on that. So I like his upside. I mean, in best ball, it's not bad. In a seasonal, you got to be, you got to get him. Because he's a league winner. Oh, man. A little bit of a run on running backs here. I mean, this might, I hate hate to submit to a a run on a position. Melvin Gordon's still up here. Damn. Wow. Wow. So it seems, it seems like, wow. Okay, we're just going to go, we're going to go with the, uh, a little bit of a modded, uh, uh, modified RB, uh, modified uh, zero RB here, I guess. I mean, uh, I think, I think AJ Brown's a fun guy to, to put on the squad. I, I don't mind this team so far. Is what, we start three wide receivers too? Yeah, I don't mind that at all. Calvin Ridley went next. Now, I I have Ridley higher than AJ Brown in the rankings, but like I said, it, when you have two guys ranked back-to-back, even if you feel super strongly, like you have to remember in the, when, when, you zoom, when you really zoom out and you think about the, the outcomes that a season could have, um, even if you are super sure that Calvin Ridley is better than A.J. Brown, it's not bad to just to just take a shot on A.J. Brown in a draft and just roll with it. I wanna have my team's looking different because if all your teams look the same, then you might as well, instead of just playing in like a bunch of like $1 to $10 baseball leagues, just go high stakes, $150, 300 and just, just draft that one team you love to draft. Because if you're going go to win the best balls and draft the same team over and over and over again, not only is that boring, but it's it's stupid with, uh, with like, the whole putting your eggs in one basket thing, man. There's no – it's not a smart investment. It's never a good idea. What are we looking at here? Wow, uh, DeAndre at 40. DeAndre's Swift's spreading the creep up, and I took him uh, – I'm in that Scott Fish Bowl League. Um, it's the one, it's one, the one ran by Scott Fish, and it's uh, it's got, like – I think a couple thousand people in it. It has all these divisions and it has uh, a really weird scoring system. But I don't usually go zero RB, but I ended up going zero RB. I think I went, uh, I went Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, and Mike Evans, or er, Devontae Adams, Mark Andrews, Mike Evans to start out, which is super sweet. And there's tight end premium and it's super flex, so that's why I took the quarterback and tight end so early. But it just I just took best player available uh, along the way. And my RB1 is DeAndre Swift. I'm not feeling too good about that. But, I mean DeAndre Swift he was a stud at Georgia when you look at it. I mean, Carry on Johnson do we do we even know if he's good anymore or not anymore? It's not like he's washed and like old, but I'm not sure if the talent was ever really there like he he had a couple of good weeks but he, i i uh, I heard on a podcast this week that he said he said himself that he was gonna view himself as a workhorse back like uh, that's a that's a weird a weird claim to make as a running back who seem like they always want. Uh, to, they seem like they always want to have uh, like a like a three down role. Even you, even you have like bums like uh, what's his name? You could have a bum like Lamar Miller saying that he thinks he's a true three three uh, three down back. So, so weird coming from carrying on Johnson, DeAndre Swift. I, I like it. I mean, they took him early in the second. Some people had him as their RB one. I had him as my RB two uh, coming into the draft. Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, DeAndre Swift. Uh, he he looks super crisp. So I mean. That's not a bad guy to have. That's that's one of those guys I wouldn't have mind. I'm not gonna take him at the at the forty three spot though. And you have, or no, not the for What was I picking? At the forty spot with A.J. Brown, Calvin Ridley, Robert Woods, Mark Andrews. Like those are none of those guys. I'm taking over DeAndre Swift, and I'm even taking, what is oh Le'Veon? Oh, my man, what are we doing? I don't know. I think the hype for DeAndre Swift. I hate to say it because I like DeAndre Swift, but it feels like it feels like once draft season comes around. He might be one of those guys that balloons up like uh, David Montgomery did last year. David Montgomery, now the understood super talented. David Montgomery, I, I knew from the start, not talented guy, but because he's a rookie running back, he's going to get all this volume in the Chicago offense and whatever about Tariq Cohen. Now everybody's like, oh, you have to get on top of this, this rookie running back. Everyone's chasing that 2017 season when you had guys like Fournette, McCaffrey, Mixon, Dalvin Cook, Kareem Hunt, Alvin Kamara. It's crazy class. But DeAndre Swift, the likelihood that he's in, like a, like, a Kareem Hunt type of guy, like RB1 his first year, is, is pretty low. So 43, 43 when you have Terry McLaurin, Robert Woods, like these guys are all guys that are, like, surefire top 24 guys at the very least, to be honest. I wonder if Metcalf is still on the board. Gotta be. Yeah, Metcalf is still on the board. I've even seen Metcalf go crazy early recently. But I mean, yeah. So Lockett goes ahead of Metcalf. I think I have Metcalf. I have Metcalf one slot ahead of, of Tyler Lockett, and I broke that down. I recorded that video. I don't think it's up yet, but I recorded that video a couple days ago. It should be up by the time this video is out. But second year breakouts, it's going to be uh, Metcalf, Marquise Brown, and Terry McLaurin. Why why they're going to break out in year two? I go over. Uh, I did. I wrote an article on some some nerdy stuff about. Uh, Fancy points per game correlating to uh, yards per route run in year one. That's so that's a cool video. Goes into into those guys. I think I think all three. I'm I'm higher than Contessus on all three of those guys. I think Metcalf is a Metcalf is a guy. It's not a matter of when. It's a matter of if. I don't know. It's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when. Like he's gonna he's going to be like a top like ten talent in the league uh, in my opinion. It's just a matter of when. But I'm a guy who I'd rather be too early than too late. So why not fire up DK Metcalf like when you look at his skill set and Russell Wilson he could really he could really do something huge this year but oh man David Johnson David Johnson at 52 I don't mind that pick that's just an like like Ty Hilton and David Johnson those are those are ugly picks like those are p- picks where I do not feel good at all about taking those guys just cuz David Johnson I'm not sure how much juice he has left like yeah but people love to say like through the six weeks through the first six weeks of the season that he was going crazy. But you have to look at it, he wasn't very efficient. It was honestly, it was PPR, so he was getting a lot of catches. But when you look at just like him on the ground and like touchdown luck, the game logs, the game logs are not pretty for that boy, David Johnson. Uh, Cam Akers here, I, lo- I love that pick. I got Cam Akers a little bit higher than consensus. I was really, I was hoping that he, he fell to me here. Damn, another running back run right before my pick. I'm not sure I like any of these guys on the board. Well, it depends. Maybe I'll take if here. Is McLaurin up here? No. Damn. If if Le'Veon Bell is still up there, well, All right. I guess we got a flex in this in this league. Yeah, flex. Okay. That's a big thing for me. Let me get. Let me make this pick. I'll get into it real quick. But I'm a big guy of like I do not. I don't care about the positions when I'm drafting. I, I just go best player available. You have to think about scarcity a little bit. Like running backs are gonna run out towards the end, so you might as well grab somebody at some point. But if you got if you got three wide receivers in a flex spot, I don't see any problem with going four wide receivers and one running back through five rounds. There's no there's no need to be like oh I have too many wide receivers. It doesn't matter where your strengths are coming from. It just matters where the points are coming from. And if you're as long as you're not drafting guys who are gonna sit on your bench and collect dust, there's no reason to to get in your bag because your rb2 spot is lacking but if you have a strong flex it it outweighs it so i've always been a believer where where sometimes you can even look at that rb2 spot as like a like a like a modified flex where it's like uh, he's a little bit iffy if you start a guy like if you start a guy like kareem hunt in the rb2 spot a little bit iffy a little a guy that you probably could have been in your flex had you taken a a a good rb earlier but it doesn't matter it doesn't matter where he's at that's what that's what i'm saying people get too caught up in in that in that bullshit of fantasy where oh, I need to have, like, a super balanced team, like, it doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter, man, you just, you just need guys, when, and, like, literally, when it comes down to, it, you just need guys who are going to score points on your team, that's, that's it, like, if people, people love to overthink, and, oh, I need to have my team look super symmetrical, and I'll, I'll see guys that, uh, they'll, they'll draft a team like I'm doing right now, so it'll be, like, four wide receivers and a running back, and then right out of the draft, they're gonna try and trade, like, DK Metcalf, like I have, and they're gonna try and Bundle Metcalf and another guy so they can get a, like a like a cool RB two, just so their team looks prettier. Like it doesn't it doesn't gotta look pretty, man. You just have to get points. You just have to you just have to score points every week. If if you have as long as he's not on the bench. Now if that that Metcalf pick, he's on the bench and I could see it. Damn, what are we looking at here? Is Waller still on the board? Kind of messing with Waller here, man. Uh, yeah, we're gonna go Waller. Why not? Now look, I I know we're taking I know we're taking a little little uh, little nap on the RBs. I know I'm sleeping on the position, but look, I, there's nobody there that really attracts. Oh man, there's really nobody there that I'm really messing with to be honest with you guys. What are we looking at? I mean, diamonds could have maybe been cool there, Geist, but I, I think what well, this guy Geist is an ADP of 81. If I could get Geist to fall to me, I'm loving that not sure what to think about Raheem Mostert though Raheem Mostert's been somebody I'm lower on recently but I'm not sure what the the likelihood is that he gets traded um he's he's a guy who's never he's never had like a long-term contract anywhere he's had he had one like was last year even a breakout like he just Tevin Coleman got hurt he filled in he did oh wow Mostert goes right there but he he comes in don't get me wrong the guy like he kind of balled out a little bit and I can respect him for that but um I'm not I'm not sure at like 28 29 whatever his age is that he can just get traded and and he's not he not only has to get traded he has to go there and he has to sign a a long-term deal so what are we doing here Raheem Oster there's no way there's I'm not sure I can even think of a team Miami Dolphins got a running back like maybe the Buccaneers but like what are what are we doing here there's no why would somebody unless if it's like a six-round pick a six-round pick to get a running back and then sign him for like a three-year four million a year deal like this I don't know doesn't make a lot of sense and it makes me want to move Tevin Coleman up but I'm just not sure that Tevin Coleman I'm just not sure that Raheem Mostert moves and then so then you're just banking on Raheem Mostert moving because Tevin, if Raheem Mostert does get traded Tevin Coleman feels like a sick low-end RB2 to have but if you draft him earlier than than needed, and then Raheem Mostert doesn't get traded, it's kind of a burned pick. But now that I think about it, I, like honestly, after your first, after you fill up that starting, that starting, um, that starting two running backs, whatever, whatever it is in your league, once you start going to the bench, you can just swing for the fucking fences, man. There's no reason to uh, to go for safe guys like like Julian Edelman before the Cam Newton stuff. No reason to be taking Julian Edelman late or guys like um, like a Cole Beasley. Like, what is Cole Beasley really doing for your squad? Um, there's no reason to really get those, like, super high floor. Or, like, I had a tough time taking Jamison Crowder. I mean, I don't mind it in a best ball because he will secure you those weeks when you get a guy like Will Fuller who's going to put a hole in your lineup. But in, like, a seasonal league, I'm not sure Jamison Crowder is really doing much for me. Unless if it's pure – if it's, if it's full PPR with, like, three wide receivers, I could see it i guess he's not a bad person to have on the end of the bench he's just not a guy i'm dying to start ever i'm just not sure i'm not sure you look at the jets and then they come into a game and now look i'm a jets fan very unbiased when it comes to jet stakes i'm not sure jets go into a i'm not sure jameson crowder will go into a game where you're like damn that's a juicy matchup i want to start jameson crowder this week like dude sam donaldon playing quarterback like now sam donald is my guy ben rocking with him now, I mean to veer away. I I don't know. We're doing a we're doing a mock draft. Why not, why not talk a little bit, a little bit of everything here? But when you look at the Jets, now I'm a Jets fan. Like I said, it's a depressing time. We're second hardest schedule in the league according to uh, strength of schedule. But the strength of schedule is actually, uh, it's based on Vegas win totals. So like, it takes a, a composite of all the opponents Vegas win totals. It's much more accurate. But it's the second hardest. Our our roster on paper sucks. And then Jamal Adams, who knows what's going on with him. It's just tough. Uh, and now, Sam Darnold, he needs to do something, and it's so tough to expect much from him when our number one receiver is Jamison Crowder. Like, is Jamison Crowder is Jamison Crowder even on, on the field for four receiver sets in Kansas City? I don't know. It, it's tough. We, we have a guy – our number one receiver is a guy who might not get much playing time on – Uncompetent team so i mean i love the denzel mims pick i'm just not sure that pans out in year one i love that pick for for the future but it's tough because now if they have a losing season let's say they go two and 14 first overall pick what's stopping the jets from just drafting trevor Lawrence and being like see you sam like sorry man and just hit him with the joe josh rosen so so who knows what's going on there it's just a tough time to be a jets a jets fan these days but it's, it's sad boy hours, man, with the Jets, but uh, on the brighter side, oh, we're picking soon. Jeez, I need a running back, if, oh, Geis, where is he at? Love that boy. Now, if, if Geis falls to here, I'm just gonna do an instant trigger, I literally don't care who else is on the board, especially because especially I can't start any of these guys, you know what I mean? So, it'd be a quarterback, and none of those... Now, around here is where I would think about drafting a guy like Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, they're already off the board and I need an RB an RB2 desperately. If they take guys here, oh man, I'm not sure what I would even do if they take guys here. If they take guys here, just I'm just praying these two guys don't take him. There's Kirk. I love that pick. Kirk Kirk is a Kirk is a sneaky pick late, boys. I'm going to have to make a video on him. Out. love Oh, let's go. Marlon Mack for sure, man. Guys, you know this team? This team, boys. I don't know. Derek Henry, Geis, Darren Waller. We got three three stud wide receivers with DK Metcalf in the slot to get those or in the, the flex to get those boom weeks. I don't know. I don't know. This this draft is going crazy so far, but uh, I don't know if we're gonna see this thing all the way to the end. Um, I'm not sure I'm not sure who really cares about the about the super late. Like I might go a couple because dude, twenty rounds? What are we at? The timer's already at twenty seven minutes right now. We'll, we'll go a little bit into this. I'll probably do a couple recaps after maybe five or so rounds. I don't want to keep you guys around for super, super long. But yeah, the whole point of this video, my draft guide, man, I'm super hyped about it. It's only $10. I got a whole website for it. And I, I'm telling you that nobody else, this is how I've been drafting for years. Nobody else does their draft guides like this. Nobody else has these tiers. And it and it, it shows you, it's not just like, oh, here's the running back tier. She's the wide receiver tiers. It's all lo- side by side so that you can literally... You, you can line up now. Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes—they're they're tier one quarterbacks, but they're not going to be up there with a Michael Thomas and a uh, a Michael Thomas and a Saquon Barkley. There's no reason for that. So I have them all the way down lower in the in tier five because that's where I would that's where I would consider them. So and then there's two more tiers. I'm looking at it right now. Then there's two more tiers empty of quarterback. Then you got Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray. So it's a it's a super comprehensive look at the draft guide, and it's not. It's not just a list i I, i'll never go into a draft and just have one like a one two three like what are we doing at that point we don't know a positional scarcity we don't know what's going on we don't know where the runs on positions are going but when you look at it by position or not by position but as a whole it gives you the whole picture of the draft and i'm telling you it's it's a super dope way to draft in fantasy because it gives you you can start keeping track oh the run the quarterback's about to run out but when you have it as, as like one whole list like a checklist it's not as, it's not as helpful, man, it's just, it's hard to keep track, and then you find yourself, you find yourself, like, oh, shit, like, now I'm stuck, now I'm stuck with Greg Olson as my tight end one, like, (laughs) but, dude, it's just, it gets to a point where you start to forget about who's left later on, because it's just this big, it's just this big 200-player list, you don't know what the hell is going on, you're just taking, especially, like, as a beginner, I'm saying, like, from a beginner's perspective, you're like, what the hell is going on? But even, even as you go further, it's only 10 bucks. You look at it and it's comprehensive. You can just cross it off. You can download it into Google Sheets or Excel. And you start to just cross it off and it just gives you, it gives you a look at what what the hell is going on in a fantasy draft when you have 200 plus players getting drafted. It just has tiers. It even has mini tiers within the tiers. It just gives you a really good look at who's left where. All right, so now here, I think, I'm a big fan of just, especially in best ball. If it's not best ball, you, if it's not best ball, you will not see me take a guy like Darren Waller or a guy like Tom Brady. In a seasonal league, I will just hammer, hammer the fuck out of RB and wide receiver. I'm not even worrying about anything else at that point. But what, we got at running back. Alexander Madison up here. Alexander Madison. Where's, what's his ADP, 113, Jesus um not a philip Lindsay guy i think i might just go yeah i think i'm just gonna go uh brady here i think that's the move oh wait josh allen's still there yeah i'm gonna go unless if matt ryan is here which i don't think oh sh- all right easy as that I'll take matt ryan especially because i think that we're not up yeah we're not up for 16 picks it's not a bad pick what do we got like i said we'll do all right so now we got the starting lineup we'll do a couple more a couple more bench picks and then i'll just meet up with you guys after the draft is over i'll do a little recap and I'll get you guys out of here on that, but, but look, man, football season, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it happens, we're getting, a, I'm getting a lot of drafts in, it would be a shame if drafters has to refund this many people, um, and I know that's kind of selfish, because COVID's COVID sucks, but look, man, the young people that are testing positive, Ezekiel Elliott, all that, and the way that it's not really stopping the spread in the u.s or like the way that the spread isn't stopping at all in the u.s it's it's a tough look uh tevin coleman goes a 92 like i said i'm not sure what to do with tevin coleman but covid is tough because it's not really slowing down in america like it is with like the soccer leagues in europe so it gets tough it sounds it feels like now we're kind of rushing into it but i'm i'm, I'm all for it just see if it sticks we'll see uh we got I think, I think the NBA is going to be the true the true test if, if sports are going to work during COVID because you you have all these college football teams. Well, I think Hart, I think the Ivy League said they're not even going to play any fall sports or just move it to the spring. Then you got Big Ten. Big Ten is the only one I can remember, but I feel like there's another, another conference that said that they're not going to play unless if... Um, they're not going to play unless if it's only conference. So they're only going to play within their own conference. Not a big deal, but it's like, man, what is it, July... 12th July. i think it's like july 12th today and it's not going to be july 12th when this video gets uploaded but it's july 12th today and when you really look at it if it's july 12th and if it's already july 12th and we're going down to just conferences at what point like that feels early at what point are we is it now september and we're like oh maybe maybe we should close we should just close it all down because i remember I remember I was watching college basketball right before the the college tournament started, the NCAA tournament. And it was like, it was the morning of all of the, of all of the, what is it, conference tournaments. And I remember it was like, everybody was looking around, who's who's gonna cancel the tournament? Who's gonna cancel the tournament? And it's like, SEC cancels, Pac-12, Big 10, everything canceled besides the biggies. The biggies played the first half. Oh, what was that game? It was St. John's, St. John's versus Creighton. St. John's was going crazy in that game. And I am telling you, they played the last game of the season. St. John's low-key won a natty championship. But man, it's crazy it's crazy how different the times are from now from here until what that was. Right. Like a couple that was like early March, man. I remember I remember hoping for them to cancel March Madness and make it like May Madness. But when you look at it now, there's no way. May Madness, we do we thought we thought this was gonna be a couple weeks. A couple weeks. Three weeks, four weeks dude, I did not leave the crib for, like, two months, my guy, this has been, this has been insane, but, tough, tough, man, we're getting sports back, I I love, sports, sports is, it's such a great, my, my whole thing about covering sports and doing sports betting, it's just a fun escape, man, it's a, there's so much serious shit going on in life that sometimes it's just fun to, like, last night, it's it's fun to just sweat out Volkanovski versus Max Holloway, because you have, you have money on it, it's just, it's just fun, man, and then you're also making money, so, great time sports betting doing fantasy sports great watch and and i was with all the boys or not all the boys it's covid time so so chill out like five or six of the boys in a basement fairly fairly spread out we were watching the fights it was it was a fun time just just hanging with the boys i haven't done that in a long time or i haven't i I have been doing it recently like july 4th i hang out with some of the boys but before july 4th dude never from july 4th from July 4th to like March 4th, what's that March to April, April or like March to April, April to May, May to June, June to July. That is 4 months, man. Like crazy crazy shit going on right now, but said I just bet on sports and do fantasy football or not not only just I'm probably just fantasy football, dude. If you're if you're out there playing fantasy basketball, just stop. You, man. If you are playing fantasy basketball with the 82 games or fantasy baseball, stop. No need. There's no need. Because, dude, fantasy... The whole... I think the best part of fantasy football... And hold up. I got it. Oh. Brady's on the board. Oh, boys. Tough look. Tough look for your boy. Tough look for your boy. The quarterbacks were... 100% 100% still around. I have I have Tom Brady in the same tier as Matt Ryan, so... Tough look for your guy. It's fine, though. We just brushed that off. No reason to bask. And uh, I wonder if Madison's still here. Madison's still here. I think I'm just going to go Madison. I don't mind that pick. Still not, still not sure if Dalvin Cook's actually going to... Is actually going to hold out. Still not sure he's going to hold out. I'm not sure... I don't know. I could see him holding out. I'm just not sure he has a lot of leverage. There's new rules in the CBA, which I, I don't really fully understand yet. I'm not gonna dive deep into contract shit. Like I, I don't care enough to I don't care enough about contract stuff to know about Alexander Madison. There's There comes there comes to a certain point. I mean, I care enough to to get into an Excel and and make a fucking draft guide. But I'm not gonna read lawyer shit. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna read a lawyer shit and then pretend. And then I'm I'm going to pretend to you guys saying. Oh, I I mean I know what I'm I know what I'm talking about. Uh, the CBA makes sure that you can't sit out, like dude. Nobody really knows what's going on with the holdouts. Nobody knows what's going on with the COVID. This whole season is kind of going to be a shit show. I'm gonna be honest with everybody. People are going to be out. People are saying on Twitter, oh, you should have an IR spot for COVID. People are like, no, just 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 man up and play fantasy if your guy if your guy is out because of COVID. You should just you should just sit his ass on the bench. Like that's just what happens when a guy sprains his ankle. You sit him on the bench. Injuries happen all the time. People are overreacting a little bit about how COVID is going to like affect this landscape of fantasy football. You should have more IR spots. Like, what, uh, dude, I've never used an IR spot in a seasonal league. I've used it in uh, Dynasty. Dynasty is gonna be fun though, because if this if this season goes to shit, I'm not sure how rookie drafts are gonna look, man. You no, know? you can't really go in. You can't really do rookie drafts. I mean, maybe it would just be a lot. Nah, not a lottery. Maybe you just randomize it, man. Like, I, I really couldn't tell you what to do in a in a dynasty league when it comes to this COVID stuff. What are we looking at now? I'd love to stack another running back in here. I'd love to stack another running back in here. Who do do I got up next here? Now, this is, this is where it gets super, super weird with the running backs, man. This, this tier, this, this whole shit show, Pollard, Justice Hill, I have, I'm still really formulating these, these like back end, like super back end rankings. Like I, like, I have the tiers set out, but I have no clue what sets apart Sony Michelle from Latavius Murray. Like, it's su- it's super close. Same with Philip Lindsay. I mean, I, I don't really know if I'm... I'm... liking Philip Lindsay these days. I think Melvin Gordon's the, wor- the bell cow in that back, actually. We got Matt Breida here still, maybe? We got 25 seconds. Duke Johnson. I think Duke Johnson might be fun here. Maybe cuz hey listen Duke Johnson I've been a Duke Johnson guy for far too long and he's been nothing but disappoint but look if David Johnson he's a guy who gets hurt he's been getting hurt the last 4 years David Johnson goes down maybe that boy Duke will get a get a nice workhorse back uh workhorse back role for the first time in his career that'd be pretty sick uh D- Duke Johnson he's the leading rusher at Miami He's the leading rusher at Miami. And you have those guys, Willis McGahee, I think Frank Gore, Clinton Portis, all for Miami, and Duke Johnson. The guy who nobody wants to give respect in the NFL is the guy who has that franchise record for most uh, rushing yards. So I don't understand all the, uh, the Duke Johnson hate in the NFL. I feel like he balled out that one year in Cleveland when he was just kind of uh, a crazy PPR back. But I don't know. I, I just can't stand all this Duke Johnson. Like people are just. It seems like coaches just misunderstand the kind of player that Duke Johnson is. The guy, the guy can be a, a bell cow back. I, I think. I think if I'm an NFL GM. If you give me a, a choice between, if I'm if I'm a team, if I'm a team with a, like a super terrible running back room and they're they're both free agents and I can only take one of them, I think I'm taking Duke Johnson. I'm not sure it's that close either. Duke Johnson's got a skill set, uh, an all-around skill set he's younger than David Johnson. He's got more juice. We still don't know what David Johnson David Johnson's kind of a dead man walking. I would say that about not only David Johnson but that when I'm ranking these guys, when you look at David David Johnson, Leveon Bell, Todd Gurley, James Conner, melt like like Melvin Gordon. What kind of what kind of juice do these guys still got in the tank? You got to really think about it. Because you don't want to draft a running back that just nukes your RB two spot, especially in the first five rounds. That's why. That's why I don't mind just passing on the RB twos because I've been a guy that wants to hammer RB early. But once you get towards that back end where it's like, these old guys. I don't. I don't mind them, but they could easily bust your team. James Conner, he gets hurt all the time. Todd Gurley. I'm not sure if Todd Gurley can even handle more than like fifteen touches in a game. I know they have nobody behind him, but it, if they start, if they start really feeding him the rock, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that he can hold up. I'm not sure he holds up through a 16-game season. So it just gets really tough. That that maneuvering, those RB2s are always super tricky. That's why I don't mind shooting for upga- upside with guys like DeAndre Swift, D- Darius Geis, J.K. Dobbins. Who else is in that range? I guess, yeah, just, just those three guys are guys I'm really targeting in my RB2 spot if I go like I did in this draft where I go, uh mod- I, I would call this i guess modified zero rb where i didn't draft a R- running back i didn't draft a running back two. Oh no i went yeah i didn't draft an rb two until the seventh round then you then you have to hammer it away you have to, especially in a best ball where you can't pick up running backs on the waiver wire now now i'm kind of a slave to this and i have to just keep pounding running backs but who am I looking at after this? Like, so I'm not so I'm not scrambling on the clock like I have been, like an idiot for the last couple picks. Like I said, it's a one dollar it's a one dollar best ball draft. It's almost better if you draft clueless and you draft super sharp at points just because you want to diversify and you could stumble upon you could stumble across things that you would have never thought happened. Like like who went crazy last year? Like Devontae Parker. If I, I would have stayed so far away from Devontae Parker last year in best balls but if I just if I was just like messing around like oh this would be fun to just have Devontae Parker on my team and he pans out now you won a best ball league and you cashed out so like I said be be in terms of like like if you play poker you want to be super loose in a best ball I, I don't care what's going on here as long as I got the tiers right I don't really care about the exact rankings because it's all relative in best ball there's no reason to uh, to like be super sharp i mean if it's super high stakes and like your your fucking nutsack is on the line like for sure for sure go in there with rankings be super structured about it don't be an idiot but yeah i'm gonna make this next pick i'll make this next pick and then uh i'll see you guys at the end of the video but i'm looking at who am i looking at here i'm looking at man we're getting we're getting deep here huh i wonder if i is uh, still available He's a guy that I've been seeing go late. But yeah, if you're still sticking around, man, subscribe. You're the boy. Look, I think we're at maybe 22 subscribers right now. I'm trying to, I think, I think we could hit 50 before July ends, man. I think 50 would be a sick number to hit. And now I'm saying that 50, like, what is, what's 50? Like, I what's 50 when you have 700 Instagram followers? Because in high school, like, everybody has, like, 500, 700 at at the very least on instagram like 50 subscribers on youtube it feels good it's not just a follow but it's like it's like a sign that you really rock with me you know what i mean i'm trying to i'm trying to do some cool stuff on this channel i want to do like i said i'm gonna do betting i'm gonna do fantasy sports i want to do um i want to find a way i love my friend group man i love i love the boys i want to get the boys involved in these videos i don't know if i should do like podcasts with them if i should do like vlogs with them I'm not sure. If you guys have any recommendations for what I should be doing with the boys, let me know, Bill. I'm telling you, you guys would fuck with my boys. Funny group of guys, man. Um, let me think. I don't know if I want to go IU here. Maybe I should pound one more running back before I really... Before I uh, start going elsewhere. Who do we have? I'm probably going to go IUK here, honestly. I think that Yoo's not a bad pick. Is somebody like Ceedee Lamb on the board? Actually, I, I wouldn't mind going Antonio Gibson just to kind of walk him in there with. Uh, it depends on how late he's going though. What is going on here? Oh my goodness! All right, I think that we are going to go with Baker Mayfield. I feel like that might be the move here. Wow, who did they pick for me? Jared Cook. Sick pick from the CPU. It's a tough break, man. But, but we're gonna we're gonna roll with it. Second tight end locked in. I got another pick here, and that's oh, Baker Mayfield goes the next pick. So I got cheese there. I'm talking to you guys, so I'm not super sharp on the clock. which is tough, hey man. But I'm tw- I, I think I got 22 subscribers. I'm, not, I'm a professional. I'm no amateur, so I gotta be better. I gotta stay on the clock and stay on my P's and Q's. But like I said, I'm gonna see you guys after the draft is over. We'll do a little recap send you guys out of here on that all right i'll be back in a little bit all right man just finished up this draft let's break it down a little bit remember this is this is i think it's either 0.5 ppr or ppr not sure but it's two running backs three wide receivers a quarterback tight end and one flex and then you just have the bench so look at quarterbacks we go kirk cousins and matt ryan love those values there we got um two quarterbacks super solid it's it's not a super flex lead there's no reason to go any more crazy than that now, if you do go super late QB in the best ball, you're going to want to get maybe three quarterbacks, the guys that are in that Joe Burrow, Ryan Tannehill, Teddy Bridgewater range. But I decided, let's just get two solid quarterbacks. Let's not even worry about it. Because we already have this too much uncertainty with the running back position. Now, running back, there's 20 rounds. I had to go a little hev- uh, heavy on running backs. I think we got seven here. Um, I went with Derrick Henry. So we have Derrick Henry, put him aside. Stud RB1, that's locked and loaded. Now, I would call this a modified 0RB draft, because we go Derrick Henry first. And then I didn't even worry about running back until like the seventh round. So we go Darius Geis, love that as a RB2. Then we go Alexander Madison, if Dalvin Cook goes down, that's an RB1. Duke Johnson, David Johnson goes down, that's an RB1. Damian Harris could get uh, good looks in New England. As I said, AJ Dillon could get some really good looks in uh, Green Bay with goal line looks and Aaron Jones injuries, anything like that. Then Adrian Peterson, he's going to have his weeks over there in Washington, especially if Darius Geis goes down. So all of those guys, and basically depending on those five guys, just have weeks, you know? Their backup running backs are going to have weeks where they just they come in Alexander Madison will come in and he'll he'll give Dalvin cook a breather maybe he puts up 15 points one week all you have to do is because it's best ball you don't have to predict it you just need to piece together week by week and make uh, make it work with those guys so I I like that running back core but now let's take a look at the the wide receivers and the tight end so you got a J Brown DK Metcalf Odell Beckham and Julio Jones is our core four guys and then I slept on the rest those are those are four super solid dudes Guys that can blow up any week, pretty much. And you got Curtis Samuel, a guy who can blow up. Andy Isabella, Traquan Smith. Hunter Renfro had some sick weeks last year. So those wide receivers, I'm super comfortable with those wide receivers. And then at tight end, we have Darren Waller, locked in stud. And then I take two tight ends just in case. Darren Waller might disappear in a game or two. So we got Gerald Gerald Everett and and, uh, Jared Cook, who I didn't pick, but it's fine. It's chill. Some, you gotta face adversity. Sometimes, sometimes the the CPU is gonna gonna auto pick a draft for you because uh, you weren't in time. It's fine, man. The, the professionals overcome adversity. Big time players up in big time games. So there's no reason there's no reason to to get too in your bag about Jared Cook on the team. He'll will have his weeks in New Orleans. I'm I'm not even phased about it. And Gerald Deverett, I love him super late in best ball drafts because they're gonna play a lot of twelve personnel, which is like I said, it's gonna be wide receivers and then two tight ends because they uh, shipped out Brandon Cook. So now josh reynolds uh he's he's cool but they're not gonna play him in the slot that much or they'll have cup cup in the slot but they'd rather have everett on the field than uh josh reynolds so they're gonna have two tight ends and higby's that guy but if gerald everett's also out there he's gonna have his weeks too so love that for best ball love this team uh could easily see this team winning it all i thought that mock draft went pretty well and as i said i was using the tiers for the whole thing the tiers for my draft guide remember ron stewart draft super simple you go in there add my draft guide to your cart you check out, you buy it ten dollars, and boom. The rest of the offseason you got your draft guide. Every time that I make an update, any little tweak, I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch the documents so that you that you, now you can just go back and re-download it, and you have the draft guide that is the most updated version. I'll be tweeting that out. So go to my Twitter at Ron Stewart, at uh, Ron Stewart underscore on Twitter. That's gonna have every time that I update my draft guide, I'll let my uh, Twitter followers know. And go down below, subscribe. We got, I think, 21, 22 subscribers right now. I'm trying to hit 50 by the end of July, man. So go down, subscribe, leave a like, comment. Let me know what you think about this draft. If you think that maybe I, I made the wrong pick or uh, I slipped up here or there, let me know. This is modified 0RB. It's something new, something fun. It's a best ball draft. Why not? So made it this far. I really appreciate it, man. I'll see you in the next one.